Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are now hungry. Blessed are you who weep for now. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. The Beatitudes, whether from Luke's Sermon on the Plain or Matthew's Sermon on the Mount, may be some of the most well-known words of Christ. When I was celebrating the Eucharist with a friend of mine who is also a priest, one of the most beautiful moments of our time together was when he would say a prayer of the Beatitudes before putting on his stole. And that prayer stuck with me through my, my time in seminary and continues to inspire me each Sunday. And it's not just me. These words have inspired countless generations of saints. The poor are blessed, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The hungry are blessed because one day they will be filled. Those who weep are now blessed because one day they will laugh again. If you are hated on account of the Son of Man, if you are excluded on account of the Son of Man, if you are reviled on account of the Son of Man, if you are defamed on account of the Son of Man, you are still blessed because your reward is great in heaven. It is no doubt inspiring, but that inspiration may not carry you from paycheck to paycheck. If you've ever had to dodge phone calls or been afraid to open the mailbox because of the bills that keep piling up, you might not feel very blessed at that time. If you spend your last three dollars on Wednesday to put gas in your gas tank to get to work and coast it into the next payday on fumes, that, that blessing may as well be a million miles away. In 2017, Fatimata Hassan and her three-year-old daughter, Shankaran, sat broken and tired in the streets of Mogadishu. She had just finished a 100-mile trek just to find food and water in her home country. And she sat there wondering if the next day's food and water would ever be there. I can't help but believe that she did not feel very blessed that day. When your heart is broken and you've been betrayed, and all that is left to do is sit and cry, wondering what the future holds, laughing is likely the furthest thing from your mind. In 1965, a county deputy in Haynesville, Alabama, was intent on killing Ruby Sells, a 17-year-old civil rights worker. As he fired his shotgun, Jonathan Daniels, an Episcopal seminarian, stood between Ruby and the gunman. As Jonathan lay dying hundreds of miles from his New Hampshire home, there was not much rejoicing and leaping for joy. There were not many blessings at the end of that long Mississippi gravel road that James Cheney, Andrew Goodman, and Michael Schwerner were chased down on June 21st, 1964. Some might say that these blessings that Jesus promised are not for this life, but for the next one. But if this life didn't matter, then why even have the incarnation at all? Why should the creator of all life take on our human flesh? Why should he take on our pain, and take on our misery, and take on each and every one of our failures. He did this because this life matters. And because this life matters, these blessings should not have to wait until the end of time. When reading this passage from Luke, 
Plenty of attention is given to the blessings. Many will focus on the woes. And there is no denying the power of his command to love your enemies and the imagery of how this looks when you put it into action. What may be lost, however, is the very first thing Jesus does in this passage. Then he looked up at his disciples. Then he looked up at his church. Then he looked up at his body. Then he looked up at the saints of Paragold. Then he looked up at me, and then he looked up at you. And he said, bless the poor. Bless those who are hungry. Bless those who weep. Bless those who are hated, excluded, reviled, and defamed. Maybe this Sermon on the Plain wasn't about promising something to people. Maybe it was a call to action for God's people. Maybe when my friend prays the Beatitudes before the Eucharist, he is reminding himself of his duty to bless the poor, the hungry, the brokenhearted, and those pushed aside by the rest of the world. So as God's people, that is what we will do. We will bless the poor. We will see them in their suffering and reach out to them. We will not walk past them or blind our eyes to their pain. We will lift them out of their poverty. We will bless the hungry. When we see someone desperate for food, by God, we will feed them. We will bless those who weep. We will wipe away their tears and be there to comfort them in their time of loss. We will bless those who are hated, excluded, reviled, and defamed on account of the Son of Man. We will bless Jonathan Daniels by standing up for those who are targeted by hate. We will bless James Cheney, Michael Schwerner, and Andrew Goodman by continuing their fight for justice for everyone. We will bless those who are hated and excluded by showing them the same love, grace, and mercy that Christ has shown to us. We won't wait for the promise of the Beatitudes. We will live the promise of the Beatitudes. We will because we are all blessed by Christ. We will because we are all called to be Christ's blessing to others. We will because we are all in this together. And we will because we are all saints. Amen.